Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Kashir podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you into the show this morning. So we're going to be looking at another chapter from my book, Biblical Bachelor, and I'm talking about it a little bit, but I've been asking myself about this topic longer than the book's been around, or longer than I've even researched it in relation to my book, and that is... How Disney distorted love. Now, I know. I grew up watching Disney Channel movies. I grew up watching Disney princess movies. Not because it was girly, but because I have a sister. This was the kind of stuff that I grew up watching, listening to, uh, looking at the princess and saying, Those guys are cool. Those guys are good men. I want to be like that guy. I want to be like Aladdin. I want to be like Prince Naveen. I want to be like uh, Prince Charming. I want to be like these guys because they're cool. Because they're rich. Because they get the because they get the girl. These guys are great. But when I realized as time went on, I realized those dudes, yeah, not exactly what they're chopped up to be. And neither is their relationship. So that's what we're going to look at today is how Disney distorted love because... I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm not the only one who believes this. Now, in relation to what we were just discussing, when it comes to the, the relationships and dynamics between the, the prince and the princess, let's look at the quotes. Let's look at some famous quotes. It's got to get an idea of what I'm talking about. All right, let's go to number one. All right, we have Doug from the movie Up. Doug again. All right, whatever. That's not important. Ah, here's one. Number three. I'd rather die tomorrow than live a hundred years without knowing you. John Smith, Pocahontas. Uh, Number four. People always do crazy things when they're in love. Meg from Hercules. Uh, Let's go here. Uh, I don't know if I classify Dory and, and Marlon's relationship as romantic uh, I think it's just more of a weird friendship let's go to number six you were my new dream see this right here this is what I'm talking about this is the problem you were my new dream Flynn Rider from Tangle okay first of all who doesn't love Flynn Rider he's sexy okay no homo but let's get one thing straight this is the problem right here when you look at this statement you were my new dream A woman should never be your dream, gentlemen. Never. They are a supplement to your life. They are not the main... They're not the main course. Okay? No. No. See, this is the problem. Dudes orientate their life like this. This is a problem. Let's go on the next quote. Number seven. My dream wouldn't be complete without you in it. Oh, you see that? That's kind of cute. But here's the problem. Here's an, okay, I love this movie, by the way. Very well done. Uh, Prince Tiana, Princess Tiana from The Princess and the Frog. Here's the problem with a, with a quote like this, especially from a woman, is I, I guarantee you she meant this in this moment. Here's the problem. Because women are more emotional than men, and if you want to buck that, go look at science, don't look at me. But when you look at a statement like this, you say to yourself, I guarantee you she believed that in that moment. But because they're more feelings-orientated, feelings are fleeting. Facts are not. So because men are more factual, we, when we make a statement like this, don't just make it flippantly. At least most of the time. 
versus women. Every time a woman says something, by the way, what I want you to do is add the phrase right now to the end of it. Shout out to CGA. Number eight. For it is plain as anyone can see, we're simply meant to be Jack Skellington and Sally. Okay, that, that that's, again, another example of an idealistic relationship. All the, the beauty of everything without the complications. That's another aspect of Disney that they really did a disservice to people. They showed you all the romance, all the beauty, all the healthiness. They showed you the falling in love part. They didn't show you the sustaining the love part. They never talk about that. They don't tell, they don't fast forward through the happily ever after or the happily fairy ever after as I like to call it because it doesn't exist. But I digress. When you go forward after the falling in love part, do they ever show the staying in love part? The, hmm, we've been together for like five years. We have been together for like 10 years. Do I still love that person? Do I still feel that same way? Because the answer is going to be no. And even if it's similar, it's never the same. And that is why they do a disservice and they distort love. They don't show you how to live in love. They show you how to fall in love. That is the problem. Let's keep going. Number nine. Oh, this is a good one. It says, can you feel the love tonight? You needn't look too far. Stealing through the night's uncertainties. Love is where they are. Again, this pushes forward the idea yet again from The Lion King. Great movie. But again, this highlights this idea of they show the, the fun part of love, the falling in love, the passion, the emotions, the physicalities even at times. They show the best part of love. They don't show you what happens after that. Because you reached his apex and then you got to keep it or it naturally kind of wanes and goes down. They don't show you that part. And that is the problem. Because then you think that your love has to sound like this, look like this, always be like this to be loved. That is not true. They only mention the feeling parts of love. Love is a feeling and an emotion. I mean, I'm sorry, love is a feeling and a choice. It's easy to make that choice when you're feeling in love with somebody. It's a lot harder to make that choice when you don't feel in love with that person. You feel frustrated, unhappy, unsatisfied. That is a lot harder of a choice than when you're on the early stages and your emotions are just all consuming and you're, you're about it. It paints a unsustainable part of love. Let's look at another one. Love is an open door from Frozen, Anna and Hans. Here's another good example. It's very easy to let the emotions just take you on the fast track and have you feel everything, but then your logic of, wait a minute, is this even sustainable? What am I going to do with this? Love can often get, get slammed in your face. That's what divorce is. That's what a fight is. That's what really painful situations are, but they don't often show that.
Now, this is a great quote, and this is why I like Olaf as a character from Frozen. He says, love is putting someone else's needs before yours. That is facts. That is a true statement. But again, it all goes back to it's easy to do that when you feel like doing that. When you don't feel like doing that, that's a tough choice. So that's why, again, I say this only gives a hint, but they don't tell you the dark side of the moon. They don't tell you, hey, this is going to be increasingly difficult as time goes on. Next, some people are worth melting for. Okay, again, kind of the, oh, that's cute. This is a really good quote. I love The Incredibles, by the way. Very great movie. Oh, movies, I suppose, now. You are my greatest adventure. See, now that sounds wholesome to me. Again, that talks about it being sustainable and far-reaching. Doesn't make it sound easy now. Easy is a whole nother conversation. But this is, okay, we're getting a little more realistic now. Alright, number 14. Far better than any dream go is one of flesh and blood, one warm and caring and right before your eyes. Grimsby from The Little Mermaid. I loved this movie as a kid. Loved this movie. A, because I always thought Ariel was extremely attractive as a child, and B, because this gets a little more at, at another topic, because Eric falls in love with this version of this, this woman he doesn't know. This woman leaves an impression on him and imprints him. And he's having this conversation. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, I don't know what you've been doing for the past, past like 30, 40 years. But in this scene that this quote is from, Eric is on the balcony playing the flute to the tune that Ariel once sung to him, but he doesn't know it's her. And then Grimsby, his butler, comes and says, you know, Eric, if I may say, far better than any dream girl, is one of flesh and blood, one who's warm and caring and right before your eyes. In other words, stop falling in love with this fake version that does not even maybe even exist. You need to be realistic. You need to come back to earth and deal with the realities of life. That is what he's talking about. And that is great advice. Now, some people might say, oh, that's settling. Oh, I don't want to settle. First of all, you're never going to get everything you ever wanted all at the same time. Never. It doesn't happen. It does. It's not possible. You have to decide what you want, what you're not willing to handle, what you're not willing to accept, and then you have to find your best option. Then you got to cash your chips in, otherwise that window could close. That is what you have to do. That is if you believe in monogamy. I personally don't, for that exact reason. It puts a lot of pressure on one person to fill this overarching entire whole version of what makes you happy and that's a very big standard for most people but that's what this talks about this is a very difficult this, love is very difficult my friends but you need to be understanding of what it is you want 
and what you're willing to accept. And otherwise, love can become a. You can learn to love hate. You can learn to hate love, and I don't want you to do that. Let's keep going. So this is love. This is what makes life divine. Okay, this is another problem. People fall in love with love. They become addicted to the chemicals that make you feel love. They fall in love with the, the dopamine, the serotonin, the oxycodone, all that stuff. They fall in love with the feeling of love, not the actual person who's before them. Another huge problem. Next. Oh my, this is a complicated one. Number 16. Listen with your heart. You will understand. Grandmother Willow from Pocahontas. This is a complicated one. Because there is a diamond relationship. There is a diamond relationship between your body, your heart, your mind, and your soul. And too many people use too much of their heart and not enough of their mind. And so this gets very, very, very dangerous. Love is something that can become very addictive and can lead you to make an emotional choice. Do not make an emotional choice. This must be something that is calculated, something that is long-term. That is why arranged marriages were commonplace for so long because you learned to love the person. You learned to fall in love with the life, the person, the environment you found yourself in, not with just the emotions that came with being around that person. It's really easy to fall in love with the feelings the person gives you and but you don't realize in that moment that you don't love them, you love the way that they make you feel. If you can't make that distinction, you're going to set yourself up for failure and heartbreak forever. Next, number 17. Uh, this one's complicated. This is from the Taylor's Oldest Time, Beauty and the Beast song. It says, Taylor's Oldest Time, tune as old as song, bittersweet and strange, finding you can change, learning you were wrong. This is a complicated one. Because people want to admit that they're wrong. People want you to admit that you were wrong about something, but you're not always wrong. And you should never change because someone else wants you to. You should only change because you want to. Now, I'm going to leave that list there for right now. I would rather, I'm going to get on to this. I want to move on to the next segment, and this is love. I mentioned what I think love is, but let's look at the definition of what Google says love is. Google being the, the arbiter of everything. Love is a noun and a verb. The noun can be defined in one of two ways. An intense feeling or deep affection. Or a great interest in, or in pleasure in something. Again, we go back to an intense Feeling. We don't talk about choice. Verb. Feeling deep affection for someone. And two, like or enjoyment of something. Okay. But again, 
we center around this feeling of I feel love, not I am choosing to be in love. I am choosing to put this person first. I am choosing this person to be the one to, I'm choosing to put their needs first. That is what love is supposed to be, not how did this person make me feel? What can this person do for me? No, love is supposed to be, hey, this is what I can do for them. I am doing this for them because I care about them. I'm putting them first and they are valuable to me. I am choosing to do this. I may not feel like it in the moment, but I'm choosing to do this because it's important. See this? This is what I'm talking about. They talk about the feelings. They don't talk about the realities of what actually must be done to sustain this. Falling in love is one thing. It's staying in that love that makes it complicated. Love is not meant to be last forever, by the way. Not in this definition. Look, my friends, this is a very complicated this is a very complicated issue. I understand that. And a lot of people are going to get offended. They're going to get upset. They're going to be unhappy with what I'm telling you. I don't say this because I'm bitter and I'm hurt. I'm saying this because I want you to be able to make the distinction because this is very complicated and difficult. You need to make a decision that's not just feeling good. You need to make it one that's good for your future. My friends, I'm going to leave it there. We'll touch on this topic again more as the months, years, and decades go on. But make sure you really ask yourself, has your image of love been distorted by what you've seen on Disney movies as a kid? Maybe it has. Maybe you have a very unrealistic version of love and what you think love should be. This is very unfortunate, but very all too real for too many people. Ask yourself, do you have a realistic view of love? Because the more realistic it is, the more likely you are to actually be able to live it instead of just being unhappy. Do you want to live and be unhappy? I don't want to. I don't want you to, but it's all up to you. My friends, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. We're out of here. Have a great rest of your day. And really ask yourself these hard questions about love. Peace.